Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Colin Lindsay with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Thanks for hanging out, everyone. Greetings and salutations. So as we start digging into the idea that the NHL regular season is only 14 days away, 14 days. And wow. we are and we are we are playing more preseason hockey. That's starting to line up a little bit more. Remember last year we had two with the one A and the one B. Is that uh, what they the were still calling goalie, it? Is that, uh, that what they're calling it? Yes, the, the tandem goalie just strategy. It's something that's a new concept still in the NHL, but not as new as it was last year. It's along the lines of the baseball bullpen game. Mm. Got some starters. I'm going to throw two innings. Next guy's going to throw one. Next guy's going to throw one. Next guy's going to throw one. Next guy's going to throw. It's just back and forth and back and forth is what it is. Except within tandem goalieing, usually it's just I'll get you a couple games and you'll get a game. Yeah, let's not do this goalie plays the first period. This play plays that helps no one. No, it doesn't. No one. And so in terms of consistency, but last year the run to the Stanley Cup really featured Carey Price Mm -hmm. in a Montreal. In Montreal goal. Jake Allen was brought in there to be a tandem goalie. Just because you don't utilize it in the playoffs doesn't mean that the model isn't in, a, in use. Right, but in the postseason we see it tighten up. Obviously, sure. it, it doesn't get as it doesn't get as loose as it does during the regular season. And we've, it's I don't I'm not sure I could describe the VGK situation last year as true tandem goalie just based on injuries well, and yeah. how things kind of yeah. went. Uh, it's and only even, tandem. Even both if, years. Yeah, only if they're truly available. And and I agree with you in that case. But uh, it obviously worked out really well. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they were ranked at the top of the goalie tandem rankings, whether it's by The Athletic or ESPN, whatever. They have dropped this year. Understandably so. Sure. Yeah, you split up you split up two dominant goalies. Yep. I mean we're gonna see Laurent Brossois for the first time in a Gold Knights uniform between the pipes tonight. But no offense to LB, the other Las LB. Vegas is other LB. He's not uh MAF. <laughs> he is he is not he is no, not flower. That's a good thing. That he is needs true. to be him flower. and uh hopefully there's success that follows the goalie tandem that no longer exists here. Well, hopefully him looks a little bit like Marc Andre Fleury, let's be honest. Yeah, just save I mean, save the puck. More times than more you don't. MAF as opposed yep. to uh, Malcolm Subban. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> shots fired. Well, let's be honest. Come on, let's be honest. Um, NHL. Malcolm, they go in. ESPN <laughs> has dropped the 
penultimate list of tandem goalie situations. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, listen, this is who each team has in net. Right. But there's been a lot the of goalie movement. Tandem. Like, there was a lot of goalie movement last offseason, and there was even more this year. And there's some surprises to this list, and it's oh, clear surprises one person's, on you know, uh, ranking. But I just kind of wanted to go through it with you and just see where I'm thinking they should be, if they're moving up, if they're moving down, because... Much like we uh, have here in Vegas, there's a lot of teams that have a starter that's now working with a new partner and whether or not they're going to be a full-blown tandem or just a support piece is going to affect how they impact their team. And so the New York Islanders are apparently the top goalie tandem in the league. And I think it has less to do with the actual goalies themselves, which are Simeon Varlamov, Ilya Sorkin, and then you have Corey Schneider, who's you know still trying to figure out his stuff in the AHL and as that third option. But... We're very familiar with the Barry Trotz game plan and what that calls for for the teams that he coaches, which is defense first. We're going to shut down the middle. We're going to keep pucks to the outside. And so being a goalie in the on the Islanders ain't that bad of a gig. Well, interestingly enough, right off the top, it's both Eastern Conference. It's Eastern Conference teams in terms of who occupies that top yeah. spot. I the suppose Islanders if you, I and su- then Andre Vasilevsky. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, so it's Tampa. So it's the Islanders of Tampa. So if, you, if, if they are occupying the building, Lindsay, these two yeah. would certainly be in the penthouse. They, yes. they are right at the top. Yes, yes. I think, like I said, the Islanders are there more by association rather than their own kind of goaltending greatness. But that's okay because we have to have people there to party, even though it's not technically their party. So if you if you if you win games on paper, yeah, and if you win games based on this list, then the Western Conference belongs to the Seattle Kraken of all teams. It's the expansion. It's the expansion team, and they went in. They went in going after a goalie. They went after uh, Chris Treacher, and then ended up in free agency. Getting a big fish that nobody thought they the were going to get. The biggest goaltending fish there was in, in Philip Grubauer. I mean, arguably. But, you know, we, we saw a lot from Grubauer last year. Played uh, great behind a, a team that knew how to score goals, that took care of the uh, business defensively. And that's a lot more of a, a, a bigger question with this, with this squad. And Chris Dreiger, he was a tandem goalie and kind of took over for parts of the season last year for the Florida Panthers when Bobrovsky was really struggling and before they called up Spencer Knight. And then Joey Decord, he's, he played uh, some solid minutes for Ottawa. He's kind of been meddling around at the AHL, NHL level. Um, and so I'm not surprised they put Seattle up this high, but this is because it's a preseason ranking and we don't have any actual evidence or data to say contrary things. Well, I remember the conversations you and I were having about how the Seattle Kraken were going to go about assembling a roster mm-hmm. and if there are any lessons that could be learned from how the Vegas Golden Knights did it. And besides some of the, the switcheroos and the early trades and the movement, which wasn't allowed this time, the one thing they did borrow from the Vegas Golden Knights, go out and secure a dominant goaltender. Or just uh, make good on opportunism because it, they just weren't afforded the same rules, let alone the group of peers that were going to have the wool pulled over their eyes like the Vegas Golden Knights did. And so it was very fortunate that uh, that Grubauer even got to free agency and they had that chance, but they're the ones that have to say, we're doing this and we're going to actually trade back goalie that we took an expansion draft back to Washington, like to, to completely change gears at that second. But for a fish like that, that's what you do it for. And the Capitals needed all the help they can get because I'm pretty sure they're towards the 
absolute bottom of the goaltending uh, tandem rankings here. But right, so, we don't have to talk so about what, that. So where is Colorado in all this? As we just talked about, their goalie Apparently moving on to Seattle. I'm well, shocked. So, so this is this is where if we're putting them on the building, are they on the ride up, or should they be a little bit farther down the building? I and, think. Oh. And waiting and waiting to get beyond the velvet rope so they can get into that get into that lobby that would allow them access to the top group. This is tough because we sent them an invitation and they RSVP'd, but their flight plan was a little iffy. We invited a few more people in their place just in case they didn't show up and now they're showing up and we're over capacity. That's where they are because I'm not, I don't want to put them in the penthouse yet because Darcy Kemper has not proven that he can do it with this team yet. And why wouldn't he? If Philip Grubauer can do it, if pa- Pavel Frankus, if he can stay healthy, this that's the MO of the Colorado Avalanche goaltending situation. And it's still going to be the same type of story, whether it's Kempernet, whether it's Frankus, or whether it's Grubauer, because all of those guys have had history except for Grubauer. And so while Darcy Kemper is a guy that has literally kept the Arizona Coyotes afloat in similar ways to, say, John Gibson and Anaheim at times, just obviously less availability. Like, this could be an absolute home run. Like, the fact that Colorado was so flying by the seat of their pants to assemble their goaltending situation at the time that they did and still ended up with Darcy Kemper, hugely fortunate. Almost just as fortunate as Seattle having Grubauer fall into their lap. It With Colorado, for me, it remains to be seen because Frank Hoos hasn't played full-time in three or four years, if ever, at least at this level. Well, you'll see somebody tonight for sure. As we roll through some of the NHL goalies and as we roll into the uh, two-week countdown to the regular season, let's skip over a few parts and let's go down to where the team that was number one last year now sits at number seven, and that would be your Vegas Golden Knights. Yes. Robin Leonard and uh, Laurent Brassoir are goalies, just so everyone knows. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 So that was about as basically as nice as you could possibly be. Yes. I mean, that was... That well, was... there's nothing to be mean about right now. There really isn't. Like I said, this is a preseason ranking. And based off of what is being served to uh, myself and the other members of the media here, Robin Leonard is a man that isn't changed, but maybe transformed. Leveling up, you know, the, the, the cutting of the weight, the... Um, excursion overseas to the Saharan desert, what what he's been talking to us about. It's not that big of a departure, but you can just tell that he's focused up and that he knows that this is a huge opportunity in front of him to have a true shot of being a starting goalie on a team that is expected to do things. But he's dealt with some injuries in the last couple of years. He is a lot more of a where's my heart on my sleeve type of uh, type of individual. And so with that, just as, as someone who is also wired that way, everyday existence can get a little bit heavy. And so it's just there, there comes with a lot of behind the scenes work that goes with this. And Brassois is going to be a great partner for him, at least based off of his uh, history with with Winnipeg. Winnipeg is uh, in these tandem goalie rankings, just a couple of spots above because Colin, uh, Connor Hellenbuck is one of those guys who not only wins Vesna's, but truly carries most of the load for his team. And so with that and playing in a pretty weak division, it's going to be a, a easier task to keep pucks out of the net in uh, the Golden Knights crease than it will be for other teams. Well, it'll be good to give them a chance to settle in mm-hmm. a little bit simpler. Mm-hmm. A little bit, a well, little look bit. who's the defenseman in front of them. Right. Yeah, it does help in that way. But they do face against the, Speaking C- of number seven. But they face against, they face the Seattle Kraken on opening night. You're right. And with a better set of goalies, apparently. You just got to score goals. Right. Uh, sliding down, mm-hmm. one more position would be at number eight. 
the guy who used to occupy the net here. Yep. Mark Andre Fleury in his Chicago, it's weird to say, and his Chicago Blackhawks. Yep. And something called Kevin uh, Lankinen. I'm pretty sure he was in the mix last year with Malcolm Subban, who's also still there, of just seeing which goalie would emerge. And none of them did. So they went out and got Flower. And to expect the same level of production and play that he displayed last year, especially on a team like the Chicago Blackhawks, which. Definitely added new talent pieces and revamped that lineup. It's going to be foolish to place that on him. But as I've said previously, if there's somebody that I would bet on with a chip on their shoulder, it's Marc-Andre Fleury. Sure, they had nowhere to go but up. Exactly. You add him to that team, they were going to rise. And when you have a little bit of a revitalization of their roster like the like the Blackhawks have had, it's going to be easier for that team to buy into early success should they generate that for themselves. Is it so, easier to believe in Chicago now as an actual yes, contender they're, they're in the Western Conference? they're a dark horse contender for me right now until I'm told otherwise. But again, they play in a really tough division. I think the Central is arguably the toughest division in the league this year. And so when you have a lot of teams that play in that, that are already in their championship window and you're just starting to, you know, turn the chapter into considering that for yourselves again, it's, it's tough. But that's where I, that's where I say early success. You buy in, you ride the wave. Patty Kane knows how to score goals, get the power play going, keep the puck out of the net and you'd be surprised how, how quickly and loud that building gets. I hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> I hate it. Stuck on the elevator going up and down, pressing a lot of buttons is is Carter Hart in Philadelphia. And we talk a lot about his youth, and he's got Martin Jones there now to help him. I don't know how much it, help it in, is. But, it, but it's help. And so Carter Hart, who, has been, who was thrown into the, into the fire immediately as, as a goaltender. Performs really well as a rookie. Right. But is this is this a product of the system? Does he need a new look? And is this just going to be the Does is this just going to be the description of Carter Hart as a no. goaltender in the NHL where he's just going to be this serviceable guy eventually because he'll stop being what a kid. You, you're slandering this man right now. Carter Hart has never been a goalie uh, associated with a serviceable expectation. This is supposed to be their home run guy and it was shaping up to be so after that rookie season which was shortened and, and 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 different but last year with the covid protocols with everything that changed these guys were living an existence that was so um just sanitized to the rink and i go home and there's a couple of really good articles about him and and spencer knight and just how weird of a jump and how huge of a task it is to learn how to play goalie at the nhl level during all this other stuff going on but the usage last year was at, at a rate that they'll never see again. And with that, with somebody young like him, because most goalies don't break the NHL until their mid-20s, that's really when they hit their peak or at least start hitting their stride where they're starters. He's way ahead of schedule. And so you need to give this guy time to work through ruts. And that doesn't just mean where coach says you got to take a week off to work with goaltending coach, which they tried to do last year. This is where, like, I get smoked on a Tuesday night, and thankfully I don't play another game until Friday. So I get two good practices a few days to, to separate myself, to get my mind clean. And that's just – it's such a different existence. And so it's a huge year for him because – which one are you right now? Are you going to be able to reclaim all of that hype or are you going to start circling that bowl that we associate with so many Philadelphia Flyer goaltenders? It's a full rate at ESPN.com. If you really need to get yourself geeked up about hockey season, you need a reason to do so. This is the simplest way to do it. Lots of goalies. Is there a tandem here that sits in this so-called lobby of this great big building that we have, Lindsay? Yeah. It has the potential to rise up and Ooh. sit in that penthouse by the end of this season. 
maybe not to the penthouse, but maybe sitting on that elevator ready to press that button for the top level. Well, and turn the key. Speaking of team or, or speaking of situations that were amplified based on just the pacing of last year's season. The Minnesota Wild are a very intriguing team because, first of all, it's a completely new-looking roster. Uh, you got Kaprizov signed up, and you're returning Cam Talbot and Kapo Kakinen, who were both incredibly solid last season. And arguably, Kakinen was in the running for Rookie of the Year because he had such a strong, at least two-thirds of the season. Now, again, they're going back to a very, very stacked Central Division with a lot of new defensemen. Ryan Suter's no longer there, and he eats up a lot of minutes and has probably forgotten more hockey than most of us will ever watch in our entire lives. And so with that change of leadership and culture, at least continuation of what they're trying to build there, again, early success. Really great uh, NOS cannon for your for your hot air balloon. I think if if they capture something similar to what they found last season in terms of just the the vibe they had as a partnership and in practicing and stuff based off of what I heard from people back home, I think they could absolutely be in the conversation for that. They'd be my pick. NHL regular season two weeks away. We're going camping with the Knights. They do have a game tonight over at T-Mobile. Lindsay will dig into that in our number two. Coming up next, the way too early NFL MVPs. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 